What it do, baby boo? Why was I going to say the same thing? Uh, that we've, was... es- we've established <laughs> this already. We are pretty much the same. It's like we've established it. Apparently, people walking down the street have established it. <laughs> you know, and other establishments have established it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. We uh, unofficial twins out here in these streets. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm, twin telepathy, so to speak. Okay, exactly. Um, Well, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Sisterish. I'm your girl, Erica. And your girl, Kayla. And she always slow with it. Like, she don't ever expect it to come around with her to chime in with her name. But Actually, this time I almost (laughs) dropped the mic. So Why was it far away? As soon as I started saying... (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Sister Edge. I don't know. I always just, I kind of just always move it away from my mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't talked about Kayla in a long enough time. Really? Um, Because I feel like you talk about me every episode. Yeah, no, I haven't done it justice, I guess. And so I would like to just let the people know. What are you going to let them know now? I'm going to let them know that, you know, we promised you a YouTube page. We got it all set up. We got it all put together. There's a video. There is a video on that page. We have. And, uh, and there's another video that is privated right now because I'm trying to figure out how to like, I was trying to make it like look cool like the YouTubers do, but I'm struggling to figure out how to do it. So once I figure that out, it will also be up. So again, go ahead, Erica. Anyway, so, you know, the least that can be done, I think, by Kayla Jenkins is that she, you know, sits up while we record the podcast so potentially even there's a potential that the video will make its way to a youtube page you know what i'm saying what did i just say i literally said this morning i said my i woke up this morning and my back was hurting because i indeed have a back injury so and i was supposed to go to therapy today but i canceled it to record again so i again you're trying to say I don't do anything for the podcast? I'm doing something for the freaking podcast. So hush. Let's just go into the topic. All right. What's going on with you, Erica? <laughs> this is what it feels like to be loved truly, fully, wholly by your little sister. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Yes, thank you so much. Don't know what I would do without it. Um, What's going on with me? Basically, I had a really important career conversation with my uh, VP today, and I just feel like I was being true to myself. It was a conversation that I think I needed to have. You know, I'd be out here fronting like I'm hard, like I'm a bad B, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be out here, and I'd be wimping away from some of the conversations that I really be needing to have in life. (laughs) And um, so I just felt like this was an opportunity for me to have a conversation um, and, you know, try and resolve things. Like, I don't always have to be holding grudges against people, right? Because I feel like that's what I was kind of doing with this job is like, y'all not doing right by me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Versus being like, you know what, let's have a conversation about it. Like, let me articulate what I need 
Um, and I've done that in the past. Don't get me wrong that I've had those experiences and vocalized my needs and they've been ignored, but I'm on like my 15th billionth manager at this company in a short period of time. And so I feel like I have to give this specific person a chance, especially because most of what I appreciate is here. So I'm, I'm also working on being like grateful for like my specific opportunities because I wished for this. I wished to be doing a DEI role. I wished to be able to work, you know, fully remote. Like I wished for a lot of what I have. Um, and so the only thing that would be better is for me to, you know, kind of address the things about the actual roles and responsibilities. And so I'm so glad that I gave myself the time to think about this problem. You know what I'm saying? Like to think about this situation. I scheduled the meeting in advance and I could reflect <clears throat> on why I'm upset and not just like spaz out and be about my emotions. You dropped something out there? Yeah, I dropped my phone. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I thought that that was something that I should share with people, things that I learned um, and thought about. But <sighs> this video ain't never getting on YouTube. I'm gonna just keep it real with y'all. Kayla linked over, picking up her phone and she done drive. She just out here reckless and wild and she can't even get back to the mic. Like, I'm supposed to hold down this long A silence after I'm wrapping up a story. Help us out. Yeah, great. So how did it go for you then? It was just, <laughs> she just she's just gonna ignore <laughs> everything that I just said. She's like, I, what you don't know though is my contribution is I edit and I'm just gonna remove this little piece out of the podcast so the folks won't even know. <laughs> well, now I don't know if I am going to because you've ruined it. Whatever. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so yeah. So basically. What do you got going on? You don't need to respond to me. Oh, I don't? You don't want me to say anything about it? Go, okay. go ahead. Say what you got to say about it. Well, I was just going to say, how do you feel about it? Do you feel like the conversation was effective? Do you feel like you, you know, aren't going to have so much, you know, stress and stuff weighing on you every day? Like, you didn't really say anything like that. Well, the reason I was having the conversation was mostly about roles and responsibilities. Like, I don't like specifically what I'm being tasked to do. Um, <clears throat> and so I basically told her what I enjoy doing, what I would like to do, how I would envision myself contributing, um, and asking if that's possible to do it in that way. That's what I would desire. And um, I just feel like from the conversation, I'm glad of all the things that I just said about like, having the conversation, confronting it, you know, not doing what I usually do, which is just kind of hold a grudge if people don't like me, giving this new manager a new chance. I feel like only time will tell. Only time will tell if things will change or get different. Um, but and they seem responsive, though. They seem receptive. Um, so I just, you know, needed to make sure that, like, I don't know, I vocalize my needs and, you know, you do it at what you will, but at least you know where I am at. Okay. Well, that's good. Glad to hear it. Great. Yeah. So t tell me about your life. Well, my life, my life is good. Um, my life be like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, my life be like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Great. So yeah, my life <laughs> is doing all right. Um, I, um, 
you know, going to be going to another wedding soon. And I'm trying to get, you know, my hair to be in a style, basically. And the style is braids. Okay, what the fuck? Anyway. Kayla, your language. I didn't fully say it. You can never... You better bleep that out. Whatever. Anyway, you're ruining my story. Basically, I'm trying to get braids, and apparently everybody is busy or they don't do the style that I want, which is Sungalese Twist, because I think that's a cute style on me, and I've had it before, and I'm trying to figure out if that's what I should do, basically, but or see if I can find someone else or just do a similar, like a, a knotless braid style that you know, everybody has once in a, at one time or another. And I was like asking Erica, I was like, do you think the style will look good on me? Like the knotless braids type of look? And she's like, <laughs> because I was like looking up like celebrities, like, you know, I was looking up like celebrities or like random people on Instagram with like the style. And she was like, Kayla, you should be looking at me, looking up pictures of me because apparently we look just alike. So if it looks fine on me, it'll look fine on you. Facts. Basically. So yeah, facts. Yeah, exactly. So you ain't gotta look too far. It's yeah, like looking in a mirror. Apparently so. Um, even though I honestly don't think it's that that crazy how much we look alike. I mean, we but, look related, but like twins, like again, I just I'm not I just I don't think twins is it's a stretch. It's a y'all can't tell any differences. Y'all like y'all just like Yeah, we really? definitely don't look alike like that. Like, we look related. Exactly. So, you know, whatever. But sometimes it works to my advantage. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, we'll never tell what we get away with. <laughs> shoot. Knowing us, I'm sure we probably already mentioned it, what you need. <laughs> I don't know if we did. Anyway, so we're not going to right now anyway. Um, so... Yeah, that's something, and I'm trying to figure that out. And then, I don't know. I think, um, I'm trying to think what else. You know, just having a good time with M and living the life. Living the life like it's golden. Living the life like it's golden. Yeah, just like figuring out taxes by myself because that's freaking sucks i, don't know. I know i literally spent hours doing my taxes just exactly for me to have to start over and do it somewhere else i haven't even started mm-hmm. i haven't even started doing the second because i think i think what we're both saying is we both attempted the free version and they treated us okay yeah. so turbo tax you need to freaking step it up because how are you going to say how are you going to be out here promoting that you have a free just log on TurboTaxOnline.com to just and just I don't like, be, and I'm not and even on, you hold, hold on hold on and like you just say like if you have a simple tax return I'm like okay I think I have a simple tax uh, return you know I right. just have a W two you know like for the average person it's like I just have a W two and maybe some like student loans or whatever so that should be able to be processed they're like just kidding don't own no property don't have no like thing that you're getting like side business income in like we all know what to do with this sister ish ish you know what i'm saying oh you're like stop twirling my hair yeah so (laughs) um i'm i like it was just ridiculous like it's true i don't know what simple tax return is i really don't 
Yeah. So I clearly had an upgrade and I'm like, I ain't nobody. I ain't even doing nothing, but they just, they just need to charge you really. It's just tell me, tell me it's not free. Exactly. <laughs> tell, me it's, tell, tell me it's not free because. Tell me who's it free towards. Also, I was looking under 16. The- yeah. Like, and even then. Like I work at like, you know, part-time, like I'm just doing this for compliance. I don't, I work with, you know, I live with my parents. I own nothing. I don't even have student loans yet, but I work part-time at the drive-thru. Right. You know? Exactly. I mean, that must be what it is because I'm like, clearly, I guess I don't fall into that bucket. And I thought that I did. Yeah. We thought we were basic, but the IRS said no. (laughs) (laughs) Which I mean, in any other world, it's like, yay. But like in reality, it's really nice. I just wanted free stuff, man. <laughs> exactly. true. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Because we said we wasn't going to be honest, Mike Long, and yeah, here we are. Look at us; we will just talk. Like we will just be chatting. Exactly. So today we're talking about how to stand up for others. We're talking about, you know, why, why are we talking about this? Well, why we're talking for talking about it is because you know it's something's happened recently this past week was the Oscars. I mean, I don't know if anybody actually watches the the Oscars, but we sure did see the memes from the Oscars because of the fact that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. So that was crazy. And it was just like all because he was quote unquote standing up for his wife and just, you know, being that type of a uh, man. For- Do you want to tell it from the beginning? I mean, all I know is that Chris Rock was, I don't know, being a presenter or something, or just, you know, how they have like random people come up and like say a piece, but they're not the host of the show. Um, he, I guess, was doing a little bit talking and um, he called out Jada Smith, who at the Oscars, you know, showed up and didn't have any hair. Um, and he like basically was saying like oh when's the next gi jane movie coming out because those of you that don't know gi jane is an action movie more so along the line i think it's like more of like a like a hero what's it called like a more like adventure war action i don't know it's some type of movie army type of thing gi jane um movie and she is bald in the movie or has like a shaved head so you know it's a similar look and he was just like yeah you know are you playing this role basically you know it's supposed to be a joke you know because it's like a similar you know similar look both don't have hair but you know jada smith has um jada pinkett smith can you she was jada pinkett before she became a smith okay she was dating tupac all right she was her own I guess that was kind of rude to just be like, she, the first accomplishment was dating Tupac. She was her own actress. She's a musician. She's an artist. Okay. So get her name correct. Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm sorry. Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, anyway, Jada was, because we're on first name basis. Um, after I just messed up your whole name and I'm not going to say all three, I'm just going to drop it and say your first name. That's how I roll. Anyway, so Jada 
long story short, has, you know, come out to the media saying that she is suffering with alopecia, which is a hair loss. And, you know, for most of her life, Jada has had really luscious, you know, longer hair. And, you know, we do also know her with like a shorter pixie cut too. But um, yeah, she just recently started, more so recently started to lose her hair. And, you know, it's a little bit of a sensitive subject, obviously, for women and just people in general, because we've all seen men out there that are clearly needing to shave their head, but they choose to keep their little tuft. Ooh, they should uh, be trying. So <laughs> we know it's, we know people love to hang on to their hair. So we get how it's sensitive. So mm-hmm. she felt some type of way about it. She was, you know, clearly offended. And then Will Smith was like, oh no, you know, my girl, she's upset about it. And so he went up and, you know, smacked him across the stage and told Chris Rock to keep her, keep his wife's name out of his mouth. And that was what's up. So that's why we're talking about defending people, because that was pretty crazy way to defend someone. I mean, I'm so sorry. Clearly I'm yawning. And it's not your storytelling skills. It's just that we're recording late. <laughs> It is. It's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all know. Yes. So Jada alopecia 2018 is at least when she like decided to tell everybody about it. Right. I believe 2018, 2019, maybe, but I think it was 2018 or so. And basically I was just really surprised, uh, um, that will would do something like that, but we're not really here to diagnose like the issues, the problems, if that's something y'all want us to talk about, definitely let us know. Like we can give you our hot take on like, you know, our thoughts on, you know, that situation specifically, but we're going to generalize. We're using that as like a kickoff point because clearly we didn't have a topic planned for really. And so here we are (laughs) talking about what happened over the weekend. Thanks Will and Jada and Chris. Uh, and, and we're just going to talk about, you know, how just standing up for people or how to stand up for people. Do you stand up for people? We're just going to be asking questions because, again, we also didn't contribute to an outline. So <laughs> just yeah, letting the people know what's real. This is us on our authentic journey. I'm just like, you know, I'd be trying to get us polished. I'd be really trying. I'd be like, we need to be polished. We need to let people know what to know. expect Erica from us. so hard and it's so nice. But here we are so anyway first question (laughs) i don't even want you to keep talking what are ways women can defend men (laughs) and is that perceived as (laughs) kayla's really just gonna ask these questions in legit order that they're on the screen she's not even gonna try and like introduce the give it an arc you know, give the storyline an arc. I did. I talked about what we're talking today. I think I did great. Can you please stop? This is also, sorry, this is really such a crazy episode right now, but this is also why I just let Erica talk half the time and people will text me on the side and be like, Kayla, why aren't you saying much? I'm like, because if I say anything, Erica literally wants to jump down my throat and be like, why are you why are you jumping out of order? That's not my way that I envisioned it. It's not the way we should, la, 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 la. She'll, like, come at me. So then she, and then, so I'm just like, fine, I'll let her do it. And that's also why she'll be like, ah, oh, Kayla, 
like I'm putting the podcast on my back and I'm like yeah because you want the podcast on your back because if I say anything or do anything you're like no I don't think so so I'm gonna just be here I'm gonna show up on the mic and press upload on that Monday or Tuesday whatever I decide to upload it there you go you are freaking hilarious. I'm literally dead. I can't even talk anymore. My mouth hurts. Like, I am dying. Y'all heard me laughing. I was trying to hold it, not in, but like just away from the mic. Um, Yeah, you know, I got some controlling issues. I got some dominant issues. Okay, I don't even know if they issues, but like, that's part of my personality trait. issues, because if I was not huh? related to her, <laughs> if I was not related to her and we were really doing this, like, or anything... I think it would have already been like, sorry, call her no. daddy. It would have been like I, a call her daddy situation. No. Was like, sorry, I'm going to get my own my own show, Sophia, with an F. F. You know what? Absolutely not. Because if it was a true partnership, I would have been, been like, okay, we need to set up actual roles and responsibilities because you are kind of storm rolling me okay you playing me and being like okay we're gonna do this podcast and you know I right, just- anyway so we're not gonna put it all out on here but i just wanted to let everybody know what's the dealio anyway so can we ask the real first question which i think is are you the type of person to stand up for others so i would say i am I'm definitely the type of person to stand up for others. I think, in a way, I've always been that way because I feel like I care about other people a lot. Um, so I'll say, especially when it's like the the little man, you know, I really be out here like fighting for fighting for the, the unre- underrepresented underrepresented group of people. So, yeah, I would say I am that type of person. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think that I'm that type of person too. And I think it's been ingrained in me since we were little. I feel like you are my little sister and like, I've always stood up for me, for you all the literal time. Like I put my voice out there, my neck out there for you all, all of the time, <laughs> um, in an array of situations. And we know that that all started in the house. So, um, I feel like that's something that I've consistently, done throughout my life for you and then similar to you I love sticking up for you know the little people so to speak you a little person um not a little little person but you little um and so I do that for other people as well like marginalized groups of people people that have been historically disadvantaged like uh, that is literally my job I'm in diversity my whole role is for supporting those that have not have had a voice and making sure that they feel really included. So um, for sure, I'm definitely that type of person. Yay. Mm-hmm. What do you think that means about us? Like, what can you tell about someone who does stand up for people? Like, what are the, like, the adjectives, characteristics that you be thinking of um, as it relates to like the person, like, people who stand up for others yeah that's a good question I feel as though um to me when I see someone that stands up for other people or if I or if that is me but more so on the outside looking in I'm like wow they're a leader they will um you know they'll put themselves they're selfless I should say um and that also to me is like 
they want things to be done right. That's how I feel. Like, it's like, all right, they're standing up or they're like letting it be known that something isn't right um, because they know that there's a better option out there or they don't want to see some type of like something go wrong, I think. Because sometimes like even like talking about it, there's multiple ways to be something, somebody that stands up for things, you know? There's like, obviously you stand up for people if there's like, you know, somebody's bullying them or there's an issue or something like that. But there's also standing up for things when it comes to the workplace. Like if somebody is, you know, saying, oh, like is suggesting that you do a project a certain way, but you are thinking, you know, a little bit more um, big picture and you're like, actually, that's not a good way because that'll make it harder for X, Y, Z um, later on or whatever. Like, I think it's important to not just like, you know, let's think about it in multiple ways and just like standing up for people. It's like also let's stand up for like when, when they're like being bullied, but let's also stand up for people like in the process of like their work day, you know, cause that happens a lot. Yeah. Like being an ally, <laughs> um, <laughs> advocating. Yeah, no, I get it. You're, you're making sense. And I think that you definitely went towards like those positive characteristics, which I feel like you, you do. And most people, I feel like automatically are like oh well people who stand up stand up for people like you know they have a really great moral compass and like they um are really like don't tolerate injustice and like they you know are kind and loving and empathetic and um you know maybe some of those kind of characteristics but there's also people who stand up for others and they don't do it in a great way um do you remember the episode of sex in the city where Charlotte went on the date with the guy because he, he like got her away from someone. So some guy was hitting on Charlotte in a bar. And then this guy came up and was like, she said, no, like leave her alone. And then like punches him in the face. But that yeah. guy kind of like deserved it. Right. Like he, yeah. And he kept you know. doing it. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, I cannot though. He was actually not a white knight. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause they went on a second date and you know he just wanted to start a fight it looked like right like charlotte got like bumped on accident you know tight walkways or whatever and he it was like hey that's my woman you know and then it's like sometimes you look like a psycho crazy path because like sometimes it's like you can't control your anger like it, what may look okay in certain situations like you got to understand people's patterns and like are they that kind of person is this consistent like because some people, you know, don't handle the, the situation, right? So you're like, are they emotionally intelligent? Can they read the situation? What are their social skill, uh, cues and what are their social skills and things like that? So I guess that leads me to the next question, which I feel like I answered, <laughs> is like, is there a time and place, you know, to defend others? And what does like an appropriate place and an inappropriate place look like to you? Yeah, I think honestly, appropriate there is a time and place most of the time. Um, obviously, when there are um, in two scenarios. So if it's like if somebody is being bullied, like, you know, at school or something like that, and it's like you should probably you need to stand up for them like right then and there, honestly, I feel so that like nobody is like you know, thinking some type of way or thinking that they can continue to do it. Um, But 
because also I think about like the, the person that you're sitting up for, you know, they're going to be like, why are you not defending me in front of, in front of other people? Like I'd, I would be like, so you're not really my friend. You're just going to let them like talk to me like this or whatever. Or you're not like, you're not like a good partner to me. Um, if you're going to let someone do something f- to me or whatever while you're there, it's like, let's confront it and confront the situation at the moment instead of like not you know confronting it way later um I think that's important to do like when you're you know like in a group or something like that like with like you're in a regular social situation but I guess like in other situations when it's more like quote-unquote professional I feel like um when it's time to like stand up for things it's like you know maybe setting another meeting and be like um hey I know in this in this meeting that we had with like you know more um higher up people I maybe I didn't feel comfortable you know voicing everything um but I wanted to talk to you my manager um who maybe has more first of all, get more clarity on the situation and just express my concerns. And, you know, if necessary, like I am, you know, if if you want to bring it to them or like, if you want, like we can have like a, just another little meeting with, you know, I could say it to them too, but I just wanted to first bring it to you and express my concerns about like whatever the project or whatever you're working on, um, I think is a way for, you know, someone to do it um, more so when you're, kind of bring it down a level because I think unfortunately depending on what your level is at a work at like a work situation it's like you know sometimes you know these people don't be listening to these small fish quote-unquote so you have to like kind of play the game in a way of just being like all right well I'm gonna talk to you know maybe my manager first someone that like I talk to more consistently and see you know what they say and if they'll cheerlead for me um and then from there you know I'll if they kind of like build my confidence up with like kind of speaking up more in other situations then I'll be like okay I you know feel more inclined to speak up in front of more senior people Mm -hmm. yeah again you're talking about respectable professional ways of having some of those conversations to like advocate for yourself or advocate for others and it's definitely about utilizing your social cues I feel like like you're saying like for me I think about it's it's okay to defend someone who doesn't have like the same amount of power or the same amount of access as like maybe you do or the person that's like disrespecting them does like you know, I I probably wouldn't get involved in situations if I'm like, those are two of the same kind going at each other, right? Like white man versus white man, same size. Like it's like wrestling outside of your weight class. Like if you're wrestling in your weight class, I'm gonna let you handle that. Like handle it. Cause you know, mind your own business. I'm gonna do that. Like y'all can solve it amongst yourselves because they're equal where I have a problem is like when there's a power struggle right like now I'm like now people are really taking advantage of you in the other situation things were level fit playing ground maybe and like <laughs> like y'all gotta duke it out you know what I'm saying but when there's a clear at disadvantage and power like that's when I really step in and get myself um involved otherwise again 
I'm going to let them handle it. Um, and I also think about like how many other eyes are on us? Like, is there a billion eyes looking at us? And do I need to make sure that this is a message <clears throat> that like is heard by a lot of people? Like, is this really something that I think like is morally right? And I'm sure I can stand in it uh, in front of all these people and I will defend my actions to the day, you know, I die. Like, am I able to do that? Or is it going to be something where it's like, I am risking embarrassing someone or I'm doing it like in a petty, again, that's like, did I get myself into the wrong fight? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I need to, I would have to fully understand the context. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Like, I would have to fully understand the context of the situation for me to be able to do it in a public space. Because if I don't know you, if I don't, if we're not related and I'm just trying to stand up for you because I see something happening in a public space, if it is not clear that something crazy is happening, then I'm not going to stand up for you. Like if I see someone who has literally poured something into someone else's drink, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, like I'm going to be like, yo, homegirl, do not drink that. He was just messing with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's tons of people in the bar because I feel like I'm for sure in the right. But if it was like, people arguing over like if this is someone's phone or I don't know someone dropped something and they're like that was mine that was mine I'm like I don't know who it was like good luck I don't know who don't got the money like I don't know who needs the money more I don't know I don't know nothing uh, so I gotta be out of that one you know what I'm saying that was a these are petty examples but that's how I feel <laughs> yeah okay so I guess I started talking about like power struggles and things like that. <laughs> and I feel like obviously the situation that brought us to this topic was definitely people talking about like men, sorry, Will standing up for like his woman. Right. And that being like a huge topic of like men don't stand up for us or like men, you know, don't ever have our back, especially in the black community and things like that. And so it seems like it's expected or even normal for men to stand up for women but what about women standing up for men um are you saying like do women stand up for men i'm saying like do you think that that is normal or do you think like when a man like or when a woman defends a man that like it's like oh that man was weak he couldn't defend himself he had his woman coming into the situation to defend him what's she gonna do why can't he handle his own business he ain't no man he ain't got no balls like well, i don't think that i honestly don't think that way because i think about like i would def like if they're my i think about it in the sense of like yeah of course i'm gonna defend like in a romantic situation yeah i'm gonna defend the guy that i'm dating like if he needs defending i'm gonna definitely be like don't talk to him that way or whatever or you know come to their defense because you know i care about them so i don't want anyone to like you know come at them sideways basically i don't think there's any type of like i think the people that are like oh you can't defend like i think the people that throw those cheap shots are just you know they're just trying to do that because of the fact that they want to make you feel some type of way um, and, you know, kind of discourage you from, um, you know, defending someone. But I don't think that should discourage you. I think it, I don't really think it matters. Like, 
if you have the the voice and like the words to like help someone out I feel like you should do that yeah I think I would feel disrespected if someone that I care about that much, because I am the type of person who would stand up for someone. I feel like I would feel disrespected if like someone I cared about didn't stand up for me. Almost like, you know, our other sister, she's like loyalty. <laughs> like she's like, have, have loyalty. Um, and yeah, to me, I'm like, I just feel like you know, yeah, I don't know if maybe it's also healing my inner child. Like, I don't know if other people really stood up for me. Um, so, you know, I just don't tolerate that as an adult. <laughs> like, so I'm yeah, like, I mean, that, that could play a role, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that's also just how we are anyway. I think like, doesn't really matter who you are. We're just like, that's wrong. Uh-uh. We're quick, so, you know, like we're ahead. quick with it. I feel like we're quick with it. We're like, nope, that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, excuse me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, I don't know how people can just sit in silence, though. Like, how can you yeah, see something? Bystander. How can, yeah, how can you legit sit in, in silence and be like, oh, I see something crazy happening, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing, do nothing. Like, if I can understand if you're not in any danger, like, if you're, well, if you're all, all in danger, right? Like, let's say this place is being held up by gunshot, you know, I'm not about to be I'm not gunpoint. I'm not about to be the one who's going, oh, well, let me, let me try and do something for everybody up in here. No, I'm in danger as well. I'm a good fly. I'm on, I'm on the ground. Hands up. Okay. <laughs> what you mean? Okay. Um, so I can understand if you yourself are in danger, right? But if you're seeing something, you know, out and you're, it doesn't put you in harm's way, like, in meetings where you should be advocating for someone like actually Susie did say that idea Tom like stop talking over her like you're not really at any in any in any danger in that situation so you should be standing up for people when people are being done wrong you know there's always again an appropriate way to do that but I just I feel like that should be happening so go ahead talk to us about the bystander um, syndrome or effect or whatever it is called I mean, I think you you did a really good way of like kind of starting it off. Um, I feel as though, you know, the bystander effect really is examples that Erica gave. It's, you know, you, there's, there's a way of like, there's a group of, there's a group of people around. I was going to ask, do you, do you know the, like the, the experiment? Yeah, I know the, the experiment is. I feel like it's usually, this is how it explains in school. It's like, oh, somebody passed out or something like that. And it's like a big group of people and we're all just standing around and, you know, everybody's thinking, oh my God, who's going to call 911? Who's going to, you know, get, you know, a teacher or whatever? Who's going to get someone that can help the situation? But because there's so many people around, we're expecting that somebody else is going to do it. That's Mm -hmm. why usually, that's why if you're in that situation, somebody needs to like point directly at you and say you call 911 because then it's like you know you're given a task and you know that you're the one that's supposed to be doing it because you know when somebody's like somebody call 911 everybody's gonna look around and it's like who's gonna be that someone that's gonna call mm-hmm. there's 20 billion of us so who's gonna mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. you know so that's why i said that's the bystander yeah i think that's so interesting because i'd rather be like the fifth person on the line where they're like, oh, someone else has actually already called in about this or 
you know, it's not like they, it's not like we all call on the same person and then, you know, it's going to glitch. We all getting rejected or whatever happens when multiple people try and call one person, like something happens, it goes straight to voicemail, right? That's what happens when I try to call you and you talk into other people on, on messenger, you little nasty. Um, but yeah, I would just rather like, if I if I'm laying on the ground, passed out, can't I need medical attention? I'm gonna need everybody up in this be to call call. I don't need everybody just looking at each other like, oh, guess what's going what's gonna happen, Erica? Everybody everybody get on the phone, okay? Because nine one one got multiple lines, okay? We can all get in there and send fifty five ambulances over, like something happened. Um, <clears throat> but also it other iterations. That's basically yes, you're correct on your experiment. Other iterations of that experiment are like. How does like race and age and, you know, um, gender like play into these kinds of experiments, right? And so there's also iterations of this experiment where it was like, you know, this little girl looked like she was lost. She was just standing outside of this building, busy street downtown when she was dressed like really well and people thought she was affluent and they were like noticing that she's not within an adult. They would walk up to her and be like, hey, little girl, like, do you need help? Like, do you need assistance? Where's your parents? Where's your mom? Like, blah, blah, blah. But when she was dressed a little homely, okay, raggedy, like she, you know, I not have come from the, from the upper west side, was it upper east side, whatever the right side is, y'all don't know, I ain't from New York. Anyway, when she's not dressed as well, people will be saying like, nothing to her. They won't approach her. They won't ask her if she needs any help. They just are kind of like, mm, she must, I don't know. She, I don't know why this child is by themselves, but ain't my problem. And they keep walking, walking by. Right. So same iterations with like, you know, a, a child of color nest dressed nicely and a woman of color dressed nicely. Right. No one cared about the, the, the colored. <laughs> Everybody only wants to save these white people out here in these streets. Um, so that's also another kind of thing with the bystander syndrome. So it's even worse for people of color. Like we have even less people who stand up for us and defend us. And like, it's just not seen that way. Um, but I also think that like um, another experiment that I'm reminded of is called, uh, I always want to say it's called like Asher's, but I think it's just Ash conformity test, whatever it's called, the conformity test, which is another like group think experiment. And so basically there's a test and there's like a group of people in this room. Everyone is in on the experiment except for one person. The one person is thinking like, oh, we're all just here, you know, to do this kind of study. You know, everyone is just like me, a volunteer, but there were fake volunteers doing the experiment. And so they were, I don't know, six of them, 10 of them, however many people of them. Um, and they were asked to, you know, they would be presented with like five sticks that were all different lengths and would be asked to like, to say which one is the shortest or which one is the longest, right? Depending on the question, right? And they would all go and there would be an obvious, you, you know, like an obvious stick that was like super short or an obvious stick that was like super long. And it would be like, hey, you know, person number one was like, oh, 
stick number A is like super, super long and it would be like one of the shorter sticks or it would be something kind of close, but not really it. And so they go down this line and everybody's giving like a wrong answer. And so when it gets to the guy who's in the experiment, obviously he's thinking everyone is insane or blind or maybe he didn't understand the experiment. Like he's thinking, this is such an obvious answer. One plus one equals two. Like he's just like, why doesn't, why don't people know that the stick that's the longest is, you know, stick three or whatever stick it is. Right. And so he ends up just going along with what everyone else says and they do several rounds of this and then they dismiss them. And he's just like, what on earth? And so there are people who align with group think. So if people think that it's okay to do something, like they will just, they don't want to stick out. They just want to be a part of the group. They don't want to seem like the weird one. They're like, everyone else is acting so normal. Like this is the greatest thing to do that we should just go along with it. Right. So, um, I just, I feel like that's an issue as well when you don't, you know, know the context. Cause you don't even know what you'd be saying yes to. You just want to fit in. Totally. <laughs> what? I really agree with you. Groupthink is really a dangerous thing. It is. It is. Anyway, all right. So I guess I was just trying to relate that somehow to the topic at hand, which is basically like. Well, I, I mean, think- groupthink, I think that that goes into hand with like what happened in the situation with Will and Jada and Chris and everything. It was the audience thought that it was part of the skit. They all were laughing. They started, people started laughing because they were like, oh, ha, 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 this is part of it. So, like, everybody, you know, the audience, you know, was like, oh, ha, 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 went, was going along with it. And then once they realized it wasn't a joke. I mean, even Will was going along with the joke. Like, he was just like, oh, everyone's laughing. I'm laughing. And he wasn't even upset at the situation until he looked over at Jada and was like, oh, Jada's, Jada's not having it. You know what I'm saying? So, he was either going along with it, you know, being like, okay, we'll laugh it off. Ha 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 ha. Oh no, this one really hit my, my, my wife's nerves. Let me do something about it. Right. So I think that maybe even him at the beginning was going along with like the social norms, like just follow what everyone's doing, even though deep down he knew it wasn't right. And that was confirmed when he looked at his, his wife, you know? Um, But I'm also thinking about just like, I guess there's two very big debates on this topic. One having to do with like, Will was completely right. Like, I wish that my man would stand up for me like that. And another where it's like, yeah, he wasn't was right like, on that. Great emotion, wrong execution. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just thinking like, from that perspective, like there are two schools of thoughts in this situation. I just feel like, yeah, all of it has to be weighed. And I also think you basically can't just like take someone's last action, you know what I'm saying? Or their lowest moment as like their entire character, depending on what it is. Like if you're not, I guess he did harm someone because he hit him, but you know, he was fine in the grand scheme of things versus like in serious hurt, harm, you know? He, he might be emotionally scarred as well. <laughs> This man just slapped me on national television. I had to be a punk and can't do nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, we went a little off topic. Any other questions you want to talk about? You have another question here. Um, Do you want to recall when anyone stood up for you or 
you know is that something that you want to talk about um so there was a time where my ex stood up for me um but i think took it a little bit too far and i'm just like there has to be a balance so we were crossing the street and like this car clearly was not paying attention they were like gonna roll through a stop sign um and so it got was very close to hitting us and so my ex at the time was like or my my boyfriend at the time now ex um was like hey like initial shock to like hit the hit the car and like you know hey but took it too far because he was like up in that man's window like you don't see us you don't see us we don't need nothing to you like you could have hurt somebody but okay so i get maybe your adrenaline was running you felt a little scared you let the best of you kind of go but like even after you calm down there should be like a hey i shouldn't have done all that you know like it took probably like the next day (laughs) which maybe that's okay as well but i would have just also showed you you as yourself too because y'all you also Yes, we were the same sign. And what? <laughs> exactly. Because you also have an issue too. No, I, I couldn't recognize the appreciation. That's what I think he also respected about me is I was like, I see where you're coming from. I appreciate you. You are the man. You be protecting me. Great, amazing. However. Yeah. That's it. You got to stroke both sides. Stroke both sides. Yeah, you can't just be like, how dare you? And he's going to be like, baby, this was just for you. And you were just going to be like, but still. No, you got to acknowledge what they're trying to do. I get it. But let's not be in the wrong place, wrong time. Someone pulls out a gun and we both did. Oh, shit. I'm just saying. Okay. They got the open carry here in Texas. Okay, I got to be real careful with my interactions. Anyway, another question or what's your story? Um, where someone stood up for, you, for me um Ooh, i mean basically i i think about you all the time honestly um i know whatever <laughs> a little old me <laughs> yeah you stand up for me a lot especially when i was younger um i remember you standing up for me on the bus a lot because i don't know i really people really loved to pick on me i don't even know uh, why you're so adorable Maybe that was why, because they were fucking jealous. Oh, my God. They were such haters. That's definitely what I'm going to go with. (laughs) (laughs) Mystery solved. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but, yeah, people really did pick on me a lot. Um, So I remember, uh, I I don't actually remember exactly everything, but I do remember one time on the bus, because, unfortunately, I do block a lot of things out of my memory. Um, and people were being mean, like saying something about like, I couldn't sit in a certain spot. Um, but we didn't have assigned seats or anything. Like I literally could sit wherever I want. Nobody was sitting there. Like it really didn't matter. And these kids were just like telling me I couldn't sit there. And then I just remember you decided you were going to ride the bus that day. Um, and so we had to go to the high school or something like that. Um, and then, you know, you get on and you're, you know, I think I tell you or something like that. Or you're wondering why I'm not sitting in a certain spot or something. And then I tell you and you're like, are you kidding? And then Erica just like goes off on these kids and she's like, don't ever tell my sister she can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. And so Erica really just like 
really goes in on all these kids like didn't even matter she did like older kids younger kids every kid that was around anyone that was around she was yelling at them and y'all all can get it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically any kid that was around and then they all keep they- my sister's name out your <laughs> fucking mouth exactly so that's basically what happened, honestly. And no, Erica's pretty crazy. She's like, I'll get in your face. I'm about to hit you. I want you to hit me type of thing. But mm-hmm. let's start this rumble. Yeah. But I ain't never been in no fight because ain't, ain't, ain't nobody try me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but I remember after that, it was really actually kind of funny because, you know, obviously I could sit wherever I wanted after that. And <laughs> And I remember somebody did try to say something to me. And I, I distinctly remember somebody was like, don't mess with her. Literally, they like, I remember distinctly. They're like, everybody after that was like, do not mess with her because her sister will literally kick your ass. Like her sister, like her sister is not a joke. So don't mess with Kayla. Because just don't. And pretty much it remained like that for most of my, you know, career of school after like, if, if, and especially when anybody, anybody that tried it, definitely. And like, you know, Eric and I are like three years apart when it comes to school, like three grades. Um, so that reputation definitely still stood the time after she left. And anybody that did try, I feel like people reminded them. They're like, I don't know where her sister is. She doesn't, she's not in school anymore, but I don't know where she is, but she can come back. <laughs> <laughs> No way. I love that. Yes. Be fearful. But also at the same time, at the same time too, like that definitely did happen. Cause I remember you did that to one of my friend's boyfriends at the time. Remember when he broke your sign at the, at the flag football game or whatever. The oh yeah. Game? I was upset. Yeah. Cause I'm, yeah, I hadn't. Like I who know. are you? Yeah. So that was a big deal too. And I remember that was like, just leave it alone and he was not trying to leave it alone but other people were like making him leave it alone i remember that that was almost going to be a fight with y'all oh and then you know it ended up being okay but i remember that to this day they still were like oh man i remember when your sister was like we don't mess with you kayla like whatever or um but also i I think i started to like get a little bit more ballsy with my own self because i was just like nah y'all some hoes i don't care about y'all so I was like, said me and my sister yeah but I was still nice like I'm still a nice person it was just more so like I didn't really care that much after a while I was like oh I'm super nice I'm yeah, very but nice lo- but don't I'm, try me yeah you're more so in- I feel like you're more so intimidating straight up and I'm more so like try <laughs> me and I'm more so like try me and then you're like oh shoot she wasn't like that sweet innocent girl that I thought she was you know what I mean yeah, people will test you because they they don't even see it in you, but the people, they can they can smell it out. They can sniff it out on me. They're like, ah, something tells me I shouldn't impress her. Exactly. Okay, cool. Um, I think we have one other question. Go ahead. Um, have there been times when you wish you would have stood up for yourself more? And if so, what stopped you? Deep. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I'm trying to, yeah, there definitely were times where I wish I would have stood up for myself more. Um, Probably a lot of times when I was younger, I'm even trying to think like more present 
day. Like I, I think in times with my first job, both like as a high schooler and out of college, I think there are times where I'm like, so people definitely like to bully me. Honestly, I, that's what I'm saying. Like people really do like to like think they can, uh, overcome me. Um, and sometimes depending on what type of mental state I'm in, um, I kind of let some action slide. Um, and I think now where I'm at in my life, like truly, I don't let that happen anymore. Like if anybody says anything to me, I'm very much quick with my, uh, no, that's not going to happen type of thing. And I'm not even mean, I would say starting out, but like, I definitely am more like, as soon as it happens, I'm quick to nip it. Um, and, and it's not even in a way of like it being like disrespectful. Like I'll just like quickly shut it down and be like, all right, that's not happening. And like, we'll move on. It doesn't have to be like a mat, like a, a yelling match or anything like that. So I don't know what the question was anymore because I'm just thinking. I'm just do thinking you, about. Do you wish that you stood up for yourself more? Yeah, definitely in my past, but I know now I do stand up for myself. So, and I'm I'm going to continue to do that. So, what was the situation in the past? Is what we were. I don't remember, but I will say this. Actually, sorry, this is going to be a tangent, real quick. I'm just thinking about this. Um, we went to dinner this past week for M's dad's birthday and, you know, I never really drink very much. And so I decided to drink, have a drink at the restaurant and they were all shocked. You know, they're like, oh my God, you're going to get a drink. And, you know, I was just like, yeah. And so you're like, we're turning up tonight, folks. I'm like, happy (laughs) birthday, birthday, dad. God. yeah exactly and so I remember that and then like this isn't really standing up for myself but I'm just thinking about it because his sister was talking about this isn't not really standing up for myself but I'm just thinking his sister was like talking about uh you know drug tests and stuff like that and like how people are you know some companies like decide to still drug test and stuff and like they'll either you know take like hair samples besides and and urine samples and stuff and I was like explaining how you got your hair sampled before and they definitely take like a a chunk of your hair the thickness of my pinky finger yeah and they'll leave like a spot you know they can leave a spot you know so Mm -hmm. I was like talking about it and I was just like getting like really passionate about like drug tests basically I was like it's fucking legal (laughs) I was like it's it's like it's literally legal like I don't know why they're testing people like especially like if it really doesn't matter, like, you know, what you do on your day to day, like if it it's doesn't impact, like the alcohol. Work, you know, if it doesn't impact the work, then why are we drug testing for specifically marijuana? Like, I'm like, because also if we, let me speak. Cause I also was like saying like, you know, you know, there's also other drugs out here, you know, obviously alcohol and other opioids. It's like, are they testing for that stuff? And then I also was like, and let's not even go with the people that are in other positions specifically, you know, we'll talk about the C-suite or just in general that are like sniffing cocaine, but we're just so out here, like really pressed about marijuana, which is a legal herb that will help, you know, people, you know, they prescribe it for certain, you know, illnesses. 
So I just was like really getting passionate about it. And like, you know, usually I'm kind of more like whatever when I'm in these situations with this family, I'm very much like, I don't really talk that much really, or at least not like that. And so, and I just, and I was like literally yelling. This is what I was like, and don't get me started on it. And you know, I had a drink in me and I had told them, I was like, this drink is strong. So I'll probably be out over here all laying out on the couch. I literally said that to his mom. She was like, how's the drink? And I was like, oh, it's strong. And I had told him, I was like, yo, I'm like drunk. <laughs> and he was like, he was like laughing. Um, and just was like, wow, I've never seen you. Nah, I've never seen you because he definitely has. He's like, it's just funny that you're like really out here, like being very talkative <laughs> and just really speaking your mind. And I was like, yeah. Anyway, that's just what I wanted to think. That's literally all I was wanting to say. I was like, yeah, standing up for myself. So I'm standing up for drug tests. <laughs> let me live. Just let me live. Let me have it. I'm with you, sister. Okay. All right. Um, I will try and be fast um, and tell a story on topic. Um, so, <laughs> oh, okay. so, basically, have I ever wished that I would have stood up for myself? As you can tell by Kayla's stories about my, about me, um, no, I'd be standing up for myself all of the time. Um, I think where I should have been able to use my voice a little bit more was with men. And I feel like that's where I've always wanted like accept their acceptance or something like that and so I would accept a lot less than I know and I wasn't like sticking up for myself and what I deserved I don't know if that's defending myself or if that's like understanding my self-worth um Mm -hmm. but like um other than that like I don't think there have been a lot of situations where I didn't stand up for myself and I really wish that I did because I'm always ready to go there with somebody like I'm like absolutely not you're not about to walk all over me I'm gonna let you know that much um and I don't have no kind of problem saying that maybe some of the things related to like our childhood and like wishing that like I didn't have to say okay 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 or yeah whatever you say like there could have been moments where I felt like I should stand up for myself but know that it's not worth it so I'd be like angry about those situations but y'all just heard me at the very beginning of this podcast I was standing up for myself like I don't want this job I want something else I want to do something different okay um so yeah I think not mm-hmm. yeah okay well I'm sorry I'm still like laughing at the fact that I just told a random story but that's just a peek into my life which is what Erica is always wanting me to do Thank you. So can you wrap us up with the tip of the week? All right. So basically the tip of this week is something that I saw on TikTok. So you'll probably see it sometime on your For for You page as well um, or on Instagram. But basically it was just about not giving your 100% to work, basically, or even sometimes it's not giving you 100% to like people in certain instances, because it's just like, you know, once you give 100%, 
that's what people are going to expect of you all the time. So it's like, you can never have, you know, a bad day or something like that. They'll be like, what's wrong with you? Like, or, you know, they'll, they'll be questioning like, you know, your behavior, but if you're always giving, you know, 40, 50%, you know, 40%. And then, so, and that's what they think is your 100%. It's less likely that they'll like be taking advantage of you. Did you say Um, 40%? Yeah. 40%. I mean, that's how much they pay us towards the dollar. So, I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all want to get this work. Exactly. And that's what people are saying. They're like, I'm turning my um, career into my, to my side hustle and my life is my main hustle amen and i like like die at it i'm like you know what low-key bars legit that's that's legit that's what we're trying to do that's also why i had to humble myself and be like do i want to do something different in my job or do i want to stay bored at work so that at work i'm doing the stuff that i actually care about i'll be like yeah yeah but you know have sisterish up on the side and be like i'm doing my outline or i'm you know creating content you know what i'm saying like that's why i'm like should i open my mouth Uh, probably not so i was just like yeah it is what it is but i got a really nice setup and i should be grateful for the things that i do have and contribute my energy like you're saying to the things that i'm most passionate about all right great well thank you for listening if you made it this far kudos to you because i think we're over an hour at this point and um we really, we really, we really didn't come with no real outline. We just asked questions. So if that's a format that y'all appreciate, you want us to just tackle some of these questions, like, great, we can do that. Send us some questions, actually. Send us some questions you would like for us to answer and give our thoughts and perspective on. You can reach out to us on Instagram at sisterish underscore podcast, or you can send us an email at sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love for you to rate our podcast. We'd love for you to share our podcast, any episode that you thought was helpful or or insightful, or even just entertaining. Um, Definitely um, talk about us on social media, share us, tag us wherever you're um, using us on, on social, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.